according to a new AP NORC poll in conjunction with the University of Chicago, Americans view college campuses far friendlier to liberals than they do conservatives when it comes to free speech. In fact, 47% of adults say liberals have a lot of freedom to express their views on college campuses, while just 20% said the same thing to conservatives. And whether or not it's true, whether or not it's trumped up, the idea that roughly half of the American public believes it is far easier to espouse liberal views on a college campus than it is conservative, that is an issue. Dr. Kent McDonald is president of Northwood University. He joins us. Doc, it's great to have you again. Hope you're well. I'm great, Chris, and uh, this is a really important topic, so I'm happy to join you this afternoon. I, I agree. And and again, I, I think that Northwood does it better than a whole heck of a lot of places, because if there is anything that I believe a college campus should be, it is a place not only to learn, not only to prepare you for life and what's to come next, but it is a way to flush out ideas. It's a way to be exposed to the many ideas and thinkings of the world. And that's why I, I think it's damaging to to believe that a huge chunk of the American public don't believe that people from both sides of the political persuasion have the ability to talk freely on a college campus. Uh, I agree with that as well. And it's it really gets at the fundamental purpose of what a university was meant to do. So, you know, from an academic perspective, we uh, and most faculty will say this, that they are there or universities exist to seek the truth. And um, the issue that this data is suggesting is that uh, limitations on freedom of speech, there's the antithesis of what the intent of the university was meant to do. So um, beyond that, I think it, it limits what the uh, the learning opportunity is supposed to, to do for for students and uh, in a democracy, and a, you know every democracy is fragile. When you begin to limit that uh, conversation, um, that becomes a problem not only for the university, not only for the graduates, but uh, society as a whole. And it's something that at Northwood we're not shy about. Uh, we are feeling we feel extremely committed our faculty are, are are extremely committed to making sure that a professor in particular in a classroom explores all sides of the angle and um you know the the, the new up article um that's not the first time that this data has come out i could take you back 15 years uh to some some work that a harvard professor and george mason professor back in i think it was the 207 came out with very similar data that about half uh Half of the um, uh, university's uh, professors identify themselves as uh, liberal, and um, and uh, only up as much as 18 percent see themselves as conservative. And so, uh, it's a problem I think that we're having. That I don't believe that we're being uh, honest with ourselves when when people suggest it's not real, and that's um, that really gets to. against what a university is meant to do. So how did we get to this point, though? How did we get to a point where, where it, it, again, let's just say it's conservative viewpoints that aren't being heard, or whether it's people coming on campus to speak, or it is the teachings inside the classroom. How did we get to the point where we are omitting one side of, of, of a discussion? 
Well, it goes back uh, a long way. Uh, there was a book uh, written back in the late 50s called The Academic Mind. And even back then, when we look, when we look at where uh, uh, professors sit on uh, social uh, type of issues, it goes all the way back to the late 50s that uh, that book identified um, uh, many uh, professors uh, particularly social scientists as leaning towards uh, more towards, you know, I'd say Democratic uh, Party affiliation. And um, and so where that started exactly, um, that's certainly not my expertise, but I do think over the last uh, several years and decade, uh, for sure, that um, there's a lot, um, uh, this has become more problematic. I, I, I have to put it, uh, you know, fundamentally, there's a, a corresponding uh, side to freedom of speech and its academic freedom within a within the classroom. So, when you hire your professors and and they're there to profess their uh, level uh, of uh, expertise, um, it, I think it becomes problematic when the vast majority of those in our classrooms are are leaning towards uh, more the left point of view. Mm -hmm. And, but even if they are, uh, the great professors, and we know who they were, we had them in our classrooms and at Northwood, uh, we're, we certainly have them. A great professor is one that introduces an idea, causes the students to think and reflect and argue and, and debate these things, and then is able to switch over to the other side of the argument and say, okay, let's go over here and explore the alternative view. When that doesn't happen, I don't think we're uh, doing justice to what we're supposed to do in, in our university classrooms. Do you think there's a difference in how this is handled between public and private universities? And, and should that even matter? It shouldn't matter. You know, a university is a university is a university, regardless of uh, if it's taking taxpayer funding or not. Northwood doesn't. Um, so... Uh, I'm not, I, I, it should not, it shouldn't matter. Um, I know that there are more privates that are, um, have a re religious affiliation and, and, mm -hmm. uh, we see that I'm just actually down in Ohio right now. I just stepped out of a meeting for our athletic conference. And mm -hmm. when you look at division one schools and division school, two schools, there's a, uh, almost a four to one ratio of our religious affiliated, uh, schools in division two. Um, we have uh, great partners, uh, institutions in our state. Uh, our friends over at Hillsdale, I think, uh, deeply believe in these same same types of values. And um, but fundamentally, it shouldn't matter. But I uh, I'm afraid it does. And I, I'm look, I, I study other universities. That's my area of research. And so I feel you know fairly confident, even though people uh, rightfully um, push back on my perspective on this. But what we're trying to do at Northwood is to stay true to what uh, a university is meant to do. And that's why you'll see on billboards, you'll see a lot of our advertisement. Our tagline is liberty and business for all. Uh, you come onto our campus. Uh, we have American flags everywhere. We stand for the flag. We, uh, we have um, really robust conversations. We invite people uh, onto our campus that bring different perspectives. Most recently, we had uh, the real pleasure to have uh, former Secretary DeVos on campus mm -hmm. talking about freedom of school choice. Uh, we had Dr. Ben Carson on in the springtime at our freedom celebration. So the more that we can bring uh, different voices into the discussion, I think we uh, best prepare our graduates uh, for the realities of uh, what the world needs. I'll also say, Chris, I don't think it's a surprise 
you know, our, our view at Northwood um, that uh, Northwood's had a, a 30% increase in our enrollment uh, this mm-hmm. fall. I think my sense is that parents and, and young people are looking for a place where they can express themselves freely. They can um, share what their viewpoint is. They can debate it and they don't feel that they're, uh, they're shut down. And that, that most recent UP um, uh, article suggests that just that. Not only is the conversation taking place, but perhaps what's worse, it's not allowing some young people to explore uh, things that are on their mind in, in a free way. And again, that's a problem for, for all of us. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a problem for, for all universities, but then for for those students who are paying tuition, who are looking to get a, a proper education, who are looking to be challenged on a number of issues uh, on a no, on a number of different levels, politically, economically, uh, it, it, I think it it crosses the the spectrum. Uh, also, very excited for you. Uh, you've got uh, this week the Northwood University International Auto Show. Uh, I always Thank enjoyed you. coming up there. It's a wonderful event uh, put on by the students. They do it right, uh, and uh, that's this week. I, I look forward to coming up again very soon. Yeah, well, we'd welcome uh, you at any time. Uh, come and join us. We'll have several tens of thousand people coming into Midland. And as you point out, Chris, it, it's um, completely planned, uh, run, executed by our students. It's our our view that uh, some learning takes place in these artificial spaces yeah. we call classrooms, but the best <laughs> occurs uh, when you get your hands-on experience. So um, all of your, uh, your uh, listenership, we would welcome you to come to uh, Midland this Friday and Saturday. We'd love to see you on uh, the campus of Northwood University. And uh, it's, it's both frustrating and heartening at the same time. I could never do it, but I'm glad somebody out there can. Dr. Ken McDonald, uh, president of Northwood University, thank you so much for your time. I look forward to talking with you again soon. Anytime, Chris. You have a great day. Yeah, you do the same. Uh, We are, in the meantime, watching what's happening with the potential ouster of House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. We'll give you an update that. Uh, On the other side, as we continue on here on JR Afternoon, this Tuesday, uh, right here on WJR. Don't go anywhere.